This morning we heard from uh, the folks, the, boy, the boys, the, the young men uh, that are doing RUF. We're going to go on a little different uh, venue with, uh, with um, Union Rescue Mission. And for those of you that don't know, we, we, you know, even when we started supporting Union Rescue Mission here, what we're, our main support was to really the Dorcas House. And, and so there was even confusion, and as I maybe don't know, I started working there with them, uh, doing some work on there as their facility manager or plumber or the guy that fixed the holes in the walls or whatever else they needed. Um, and it was still, even with me, there was some confusion on what the difference between Union Rescue Mission and Dorcas House. So the reality of it is there's Union Rescue Mission, that's the entity, okay? Then there's Nehemiah House, that's the men, and then there's Dorcas House, and that's the women. And, and, and there's these programs at both of them, and, and we're going to, uh, I, I think Kathy's going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the programs. Um, you know, somebody told me that there was this, uh, that it's a Polish proverb. I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard the story that this was a Polish proverb that they, uh, you know, when something happens, you say, it's not my, uh, it's not my circus, it's not my monkeys. Have you heard that one? Well, it is, as it turns out, it is my circus, and they are my monkeys. Um, I, this week, I, I, I thought I had this all coordinated really well with, uh, with the uh, uh, director, Keith Medlock, and also, also with uh, Dorcas Van Gilst. Um, we talked about this plenty of times. I had been going up there pretty regularly, uh, working there at, both at the administrative office at the Nehemiah House and at Dorcas House. And so I thought, well, we've got this all covered, no problem. I walk away, we come to work, or come here this morning. I leave my phone at the house, and about nine, right after breakfast, I say, you know, I'm, something doesn't seem right, and nobody's from neither one of the uh, places are here. So I call Dorcas, I use my wife's phone to call Dorcas, because I don't even have my phone with me. And Dorcas says, oh, is that today? So, it is my circus and they are my monkeys and it's my fault. Um, and it's my fault because I did not continue to remind them. I reminded them, but I didn't remind them the way I should have. So uh, you get to listen to me for a little while and then you get to listen to our representative from Dorcas House, uh, Kathy Brown. But first of all, I want to talk to you just a little bit about some of the craziness that goes on. And I can imagine the, um, the missionaries and when they come here or wherever they go, and they, they have to ask for money. I couldn't do that, right? Um, one of the things that I've been doing, besides, you know, taking care of whatever else is wrong, and, and you can't imagine, if you don't have a budget to maintain your, let's, let's just use your house for an example. If you don't have some kind of a budget to maintain your house or your vehicle or something like that, Whenever something breaks, you have to take money from one different pile of money to fix it or whatever, or you don't get it fixed. You've got three separate buildings housing, I don't even know how many people, all kinds of issues that go wrong with it. And the day I walked in there and talked to Keith, I said, uh, what kind of a budget do you have for maintenance? Because they'd asked me to come down and, and kind of do that for him. And he says, none. Now... I'm sure that 
in fact, I, I look around here, I know there's a lot of you that have done a lot of contracts and negotiation with, uh, with uh, vendors and that sort of thing. So imagine, if you will, uh, this is how I can appreciate uh, so the work that the missionaries do. Imagine, if you will, that I go to a major contractor in the city and I have to sit down with them and say, this is what I want you to do, so and so and so and so and so, so I want to contract with you and I'm not going to pay you anything. Think about that, because that's what I've had to do. And it hasn't been easy, <laughs> you know, literally, when you say, because you kind of get that glossed over look in their eyes, you know, like, what, how much, how much was, the, what was the contract for? Well, I want you to do all this work, but I can't pay you anything. So, um, fortunately, so far, <laughs> they haven't kicked me out of their office but I haven't gotten a whole lot of contracts either uh, to do that. So that's one thing you can pray for. Not only that, that uh, God will continue to grace uh, the folks that I'm talking with uh, about continuing to do things for uh, no contract or no cost for Nehemiah House and uh, Dorcas House, or at a reduced cost, as well as um, just the things that are going on. When you, when you look at it, and it's been just an amazing uh, few months for me. As I, I go in and I, and I say, why do they have trouble remembering to change the filters in the uh, air conditioners? You do that at your home, right? Well, if anybody can do it, somebody can do it. You know who does it? Huh? Say it out loud, Bernadette. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly right. That's what happens. And, and, so, and it's not that anybody has looked at it like, well, I don't care. It's just that's not the priority. I mean, when, when, you, when you look at what it is that they do and how they help folks, that building or those buildings are not a priority. They're just a building. But, you know, if you don't maintain them, it's just like a hospital, just like this facility that we have right here. If we don't maintain it, what happens? Every time you turn around, we're spending more and more money replacing air conditioners, replacing heaters, uh, things like that, you know, having to paint it, all of those things. So even though, and, and this is, again, what most people don't realize, and, and this is, fortunately, God's blessed me with the... Uh, uh, the uh, opportunities over the years to work with facilities uh, and hospitals particularly that, uh, that the realization is that you, you think okay this is a new building or relatively new building or perhaps it's been renovated well then there's no cost associated with that I say to you wrong right Glenn wrong in fact the odds are you're probably going to have more problems because it's new and so when you think about those kind of issues and you say, okay, we've got a brand new building, shouldn't have any cost with that, um, the reality of it is there's always got to be a budget for maintenance. So I'm not asking us to come up with a budget for maintenance. I'm just telling you these are the facts. These are the things that, I, that, that they deal with every day. And I, I won't say that they did a good job or a bad job. They just did. Uh, before and and now as it turns out I'm trying to do it uh, and help them with it and um, there's when, when when I look at the good that they're doing in the community that they're helping uh, 
especially at the uh, Dorcas House. Uh, you know, it, that's one that's easy to, to pull at our hearts when we talk about uh, battered women and, and children. Um, but when you look at what they're doing at uh, Nehemiah House, you know, we think, well, those are, those are guys, you know, and they, maybe they're whatever, you know, it's something they did themselves or, or perhaps whatever, you know. It, it, we have a ten- I think we have a tendency to um, really kind of blame them. And, and, and the reality of it is, but for the grace of God, there we go. And, and so it's been a real eye-opening experience for me to, to see the guys and, and to work with the guys at uh, Nehemiah House as well. Because, as I said before, we've always had this real close relationship with uh, Dorcas House, but not so much with Nehemiah House. So I would encourage uh, all of you, if you can, to, uh, uh, to, to reach out. And uh, one of the things that they definitely need, I've talked with Keith about this and with uh, Greg Hayes, who is the uh, director at Nehemiah House, that they really need is they need some folks just like uh, uh, the uh, RUF guys were talking about having some mentors. They could really use men that they could talk to and, you know, not judge them and, and just, you know, say, you know, I'll pray for you. You know, I'll just be there for you or uh, just talk to you. You know, they, they do things like after they get, graduate from the program, they do things like uh, helping them find jobs. Uh, not everybody, find, after they find a job, not everybody moves out of, the, of either one of the houses right away. Sometimes they both have work programs there where they're working and kind of getting their lives back together. So it's really, and, and it's right here in Little Rock, and it's something that we've been associated with for quite a while. So it's really been a very in- interesting and really eye-opening experience for me um, we, like I said, because we've done so much with uh, Dorcas House, sometimes we just don't think so much about the Nehemiah House. Um, so I wanted to talk about negotiating contracts for zero dollars. I knew you'd get a kick out of that because it's been a real stress for me. Um, their prayer requests. Uh, I talked with I talked with Dorcas this morning, and uh, I don't know if, if uh, Kathy even knows this. Uh, Michelle Dewitt, who is uh, uh, I guess she's kind of the director or associate director, I guess, at, uh, at um, uh, Dorcas House. She is um, recently, just a little, a few months ago, I guess, lost her grandmother. And uh, Dorcas said that she uh, found out yesterday, I believe it was yesterday or this week, that her other grandmother is, uh, they, she went in for a CT scan and found out that uh, she is uh, terminal, has cancer, and they put her on hospice today. So Michelle DeWitt is her name, and if you would uh, keep her in your prayers. Um, Also, and I think uh, Kathy's going to talk about this a little more, there's this program that uh, comes up in September called Strike Out for Violence, and uh, Kathy's got more of the details of what uh, they're going to ask us to do, but that's one of the things that they would uh, uh, like for us to help with as a church as well. Uh, Both both um, Dorcas and Keith have expressed to me over and over and over again as to uh, how appreciative they are of us uh, as a church and the things that we've done for them and the, uh, uh, the, uh, not just the financial, but just things like uh, uh, gathering stuff together and taking it there for them for, uh, for their use. Um, seems like every time there's a, a need for toilet paper or 
uh, something like that that we as a group or even as individuals will uh, jump right in and uh, and help them out with that so they they're very appreciative of, uh, of the things that we do um, before I uh, I asked Kathy to come up here and uh, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, her journey there and uh, and what she does at uh, Dorcas House I'd like to uh, pray for us so if you would bow your heads please <clears throat> Father, we uh, we're so grateful, and we're we're truly um, just amazed at the things that you've given us that we take for granted each and every day. Just the things that we have to be able to just uh, get here to church to go to work. Father, we we ask that you would just help us to remember those who are in need, those who are less fortunate than we are, those that perhaps it's been circumstances, perhaps it's been um, other, you know, other things like drugs and alcohol. Uh, but Father, we know that uh, all things that uh, we have and all things are possible through you. And I'm grateful, Father, for the work of Union Rescue Mission for the Nehemiah House for the men and for the Dorcas House for the women and children. I'm grateful, Father, that they, that they teach uh, that they have to uh, go to church, that they, they teach uh, the, them about the gospel and that they share the gospel with them and that, Father, that so many of those men and women uh, maybe have only heard the gospel for the first time through the, uh, the mission that you've given there at Union Rescue. Father, I ask that you would uh, give uh, Kathy a calm and a peace as she comes and talks to us this morning. I know that uh, she was um, not uh, particularly well prepared for this since uh, I, I dropped the ball. So I just ask, Father, that you would just uh, give her strength, encouragement, and, Father, that you would forgive us of our sins. These things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Kathy, uh, I'd like Kathy Brown to come up now and to talk to us a little bit. Um, what happened when I talked to Dorcas was she said, I'll get somebody there, and um, Kathy is the one <laughs> that she called. So Kathy's going to tell us a little bit about herself. And y'all will have to excuse my coughing, and you'll know why I'm coughing. I'll tell you all in just a minute. Um, I can tell y'all I came how I came to the Dorcas house a lot of the ladies when they come to the Dorcas house they think that you know this is a job that I have that I basically applied for you know and I just work there kind of like Dorcas and Michelle I actually went through the program I went through the domestic violence program and I went there in 2012 the day before my 42nd birthday and went through the program. Dorcas and Michelle ministered to me. That program saved my life. Otherwise, I probably, I really honestly think that man probably would have killed me. Um, and now I get to pour in to these women. They honestly are, they're amazing women. And I live there, and I get to pour into them daily. And, yes, it is very chaotic right now. <laughs> As Daryl said, um, we are closing our thrift store. We are going to move it to a better location right now. It's not in a very good location. It's not bringing in money, which is really honestly not the purpose of it. It's <clears throat> it's there 
to it is there for, as a vessel to help bring in money but that's really not the main goal of the thrift store the main goal of the mission is to help the men and women that come into the mission to help the ladies that are there to help them get off the streets to help them you know recover from their abusers to help them get off of drugs and alcohol that's our main goal and to help the men get off the drugs and alcohol and help them with their homelessness that's why we're there we're not there to you know sell a bunch of stuff but we are closing that down and with that all of our donations are coming into the Dorcas house so it's extremely chaotic at the Dorcas house so we have all the donations coming in and with that we are needing help at the house sorting through donations every day because they're in the hallways in the side offices <laughs> in our group room so if anybody can come any time of the day can is willing to come over and help sort donations that would be great um, <clears throat> the strike out for domestic violence and um, that is at the end of September and if you would like to form a team it is $35 per person or a team of six is $200 and we would love for y'all to do that and we're also asking if y'all would do um, baskets they're themed baskets up to $100 value um, like a golf basket a razorback basket um, a kids basket you know just something like um, just a men's basket things like that um, gift cards stuff um, we are very very appreciative of y'all y'all this church does so much for us Daryl like he said he comes and does stuff very willingly servant's heart doesn't complain he he hung for me in my room <laughs> a shower rod in my room you know no no complaints whatsoever I mean he does so much for us and I mean Claudia you come and do our garden over at the Dorcas house you guys are just awesome everything that y'all do we really appreciate y'all and like I said we are there to serve the men and women we're not there for this thrift store business and we are going to open a new location and to better serve the community and that is just strictly to that money is for the mission and if it doesn't end up you know making money the money is for you know to run the mission for the houses and if it ends up not making money then we'll just close it down eventually and because all of our funding comes from individuals it comes from churches people that help us all of our donations that come into the houses and stuff are from individuals from churches it's strictly that's what all of our donations are we don't get any kind of government funding because we are a faith-based program so that's how we run because we want to be able to tell the men and women about Jesus Christ and that's how we want to be able to run our programs so. uh -huh. yes we do the men and women when they come in also we like they'll come in and they will have no some of them will have no clothes and things like that we will take them over there and let them get clothes from the thrift shop because the donations will go to the thrift shop and then also when they graduate we will take them over there we let them get like furniture and things like that 
also because there's like furniture and all kinds of things over there for them to get. Yes, sir. Where are you moving your I am not sure. We're not sure about that. Keith's working on a location for it. So. That's for the strikeout for domestic violence. It's at the end of September and it starts at 1 p.m. and it's like a, it's a bowling event. It's at Millennium Bowl in um, Maumelle. And it's also to raise money for the mission. All the events that we do are, are all for the mission. I know it's like it says strike out for domestic violence, but all of the events that we do are all for the mission. Everything is not for just the Dorcas House or just the Nehemiah House. It's all for the one entity. They are a $100 value. It's like for a silent auction that they do there at the event. They'll have like a table set up and it's silent auction stuff for the people that come in to the event to bid on. So, so the community is invited to go, mm -hmm. the invited to go. yes ma'am. Mm -hmm. We'll be advertising it on our website and on Facebook and things like that as well. Just that we have a list of donations on the website that we need constantly at the house, at both houses. Both houses need the donations. It's not just the Dorcas house. Um, you could call over the Nehemiah house because I am not sure exactly what kind of volunteers that Greg would need over there. Um, I know that they do need mentors. Um, we need mentors at the Dorcas house as well for the one-on-one -on -one with the women. If y'all are willing to do that, they need that as well. Um, you know, just things like that. Daryl is doing a lot of the maintenance, and we do have a one of the clients that's doing some of the maintenance. And you know, if somebody could come and help work with him and kind of teach him some stuff when Daryl is not able to do that, that would be great. You know, just come and you know work with the guys and kind of show them some things, and even the ladies too. Just y'all could come and help cook a meal and. You know, serve, just kind of work with the ladies. We've got a whole bunch of cute little kids, too. They're so sweet. Y'all can come over. They're great. They're awesome. We have, we, we have got a daycare, but there is nobody that actually, obviously, we can't afford to have anybody working in our daycare. But if somebody wants to come over and volunteer during the day to watch the children, you know, the school-age kids are getting ready to go to school, but we have three toddlers that are there that you know the moms would obviously need a break to do their studies that they have because they have classes that they have they have Beth Moore's breaking free they have um, domestic violence class they have other classes that they go through that they need you know time set aside to be able to do that homework and if they're chasing a little kid around <laughs> or you know they need to have time to focus and do their classwork and if there's somebody there that can watch their children and things that would be great and you can call me at the house and I will set up that time for you to come and just hang out with the kids and staff and we've got that room that you can do that or um you can contact me for the volunteers if you want to come over as a group or even as an individual um as far as coming over with helping daily with the donations just show up um, and just say I'm here to help sort donations and either me or Dorcas or Michelle will be like hallelujah and we will point you in the direction of that room <laughs>
And the classes that they take, we like the ones that I took are, I had domestic violence. They also do childhood sexual abuse, um, parenting. They have anger management, um, just all kind. They do that in the first phase, and then they do discipleship, which which is Beth Moore's Breaking Free. And I always associated domestic violence with somebody just laying their hands on another individual, and there is so much more to domestic violence than somebody just laying their hands on you. Because the man that abused me cost me financially, spiritually, emotionally. He cost me a lot of stuff. And a lot of people don't realize that. So they think that just because this person that they're with is not physically harming them, he's like isolating from the family and causing, you know, the lady to lose their job and other things. They, they don't see that as a problem. So they stay with this abuser. So, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> we do. The, all of the ladies in the house, they're not allowed to work or go to school during the nine-month program, so they all have <clears throat> assigned chores. Anywhere, anything from like washing dishes after the meals to um, working in the office. So anytime you call up to the Dorcas house, if that is not a staff member that answers the phone, that is one of the ladies. And um, so that's what they do. And all the ladies that they cook the meals and stuff and all, all the food. There, I, I do the tour list. <laughs> I do. There are. We have 15 children and about 50 ladies right now. The program's nine months, and they are welcome to stay longer. Once they complete the program, we do a graduation ceremony, which we have had here at Charles Church. And once they graduate, if they, they can obviously leave if they would like, or they can stay. We have a work program and we have an education program. If they enter the work program, we give them long enough to find a job. Because at the end of our nine month program, we have someone that helps them you know, find a job. They help them with um, resumes and things like that. And then, sorry, <laughs> the dust at the thrift store. Um, they can stay in the work program, get a job. We require them to save 75% of their income. They pay $100 a month in rent. And with them saving the 75% of their income, that helps them to save for a car, an apartment, or whatever they need for when they do move out. And then the things that they have at the thrift store, we allow them to go over there and get those things for their apartment and such. They enter the education program, um, they can just continue their education at college, and um, we do not require anything from them as financially. They are allowed to live there as long as they need to to finish their education. We there is a domestic violence hotline that they can call. Um, there's um, what referrals from the hospital, the police. Um, 
we had a lady last night that literally climbed over the gate at the house. Try not to cry. <laughs> but that's how we get our referrals and things. So, But yep. they'll call in and do a crisis call, and when then we, Dorcas and Michelle, and and they're you know they're not just from uh, central arkansas either uh -huh. they're, they're they're guys and gals from really all over the united states uh so you know and i'm not exactly sure how they find out about uh -uh. it from other states but uh but you know there's i don't even know how many that i've talked to at dorcas house that are uh that really aren't from the central arkansas area right we've got let's see i think i think we've got i know there's a couple that are there from like a couple like different states and we had one graduate that just moved back to Georgia they graduated our domestic violence program so they do come from other states so yes ma'am um long term or short term I have um a young lady that is in our dairy and alcohol program and she has got a mentor I'm doing a long-term mentor with her because she um we're needing a long-term mentor with her so and she this young lady that's her mentor comes and sees her weekly and spends about an hour or two with her just and you don't you can do a Bible study with them or you can just come and spend time with them just whatever 